Sam and Philip. You don't know how the sting of the feet feels for my stuff, Chris. Oh, yes. <laughs> it is the pain. The pain and the screaming. Oh. All the screaming. But never fear. Next time you face him, he will rise from the ashes stronger than ever. There will be a funeral. They'll be lined up for miles. But they will stand and they will look in your open graves and see the special caskets my staff could selected for you both. And you will be inside and we will be standing smiling. And with that, welcome to Nerds of the Squared Circle. We are a weekly podcast where we talk about and review the latest in wrestling news. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I am Sam Jericho. Philip, the dude with the headband. We are, of course, brought to you by the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Make sure you check out all the other podcasts in the family, Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Future Flicks with William. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. There'll be links to everything on the show notes page on SomewhatNerdy.com. And whatever podcast app you're using... Make sure you leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Five stars. Five stars all the way. Thumbs up. Share. Like. Dig and us. Subscribe. Dig us. Don't bury us. Don't bury us. So, I lost the bet. You lost the bet horribly, too. Horribly. So, if like you don't it, know what we're talking about, listen to our last podcast in that we had predictions for Survivor Series and... You it blew was us away, Phil. Yeah, it was pretty it didn't interesting. Go the way I thought it was going. You to heard go. of something like this, and they were looking at the list. They're like, "Man, somebody's totally going to lose this one." <laughs> you, you, you guys were wrong. I'm, what what I'm was the final score? I'm still. Let me look at that. Let's I'm tally st- up the numbers here, guys. Chris, you got two out of six correct. Good God. I got half, and Phil got one prediction wrong. That's really impressive. You it know, and impressive. the guy opening for the opening guest. And it could have it could have went a different direction Very if easily. I would have watched. A little bit more of the programming prior to that. You think? You think? Yeah. You would have Is that what influenced you? Probably. Because picked... I just went off of this, like, who's Arsene that one? Okay, yeah. You picked Goldberg. And I don't care that he won. I still think that it's crazy that you picked Goldberg. Sam, I got a question for you. How many suplexes does that dude receive? He zero. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that your basic? That's that's the reason yeah. why he that's was going to win? That's what, that's, got, that's what, that's what convinced so, me last week. Were you happy that... How do you feel, Chris, about that Goldberg has defeated Brock Lesnar twice now. I liked it because it was unexpected. That's how I felt. I I mean, the the men's Survivor Series match was almost an hour, Mm -hmm. complete with entrances and everything. Wow. So then I was tired. I was ready for the show to be over. I almost forgot that Lesnar-Goldberg was even happening. So when that came out, I thought we were about to watch so quickly. I thought we were about to watch a 15 to 20 Yeah, and I didn't want that. I was like, ugh. And it's not going to be. It's going to be old bill and suplexy brock and it's going to be eh, it'll be okay but it won't be worth the main event and then the squash match was awesome because again it was it was unexpected but it was also just i got a question for you guys about that was it to where now this pay-per-view well whatever it's called now because it's not really pay-per-view anymore live special live special um do you feel like the wwe has a better control over the crowd with this event because there's so many events where the crowds is dictating well what they want it's it was in toronto which they always affectionately refer to as bizarro world even though i think every heavy wrestling fan town now they all act like canada they all boo the, Mm -hmm. the good guys and they cheer for the bad guys yeah but uh i think that they did a good job of playing to the crowd of doing of trying to anticipate how the crowd will react 
gotcha. and not just telling their own, their own story the, of making the event feel like it's itself and not just WWE is going to do what they want to do, whether anybody here likes it or not. Right. It's, they were still quiet for the cruiserweight champion, like the whole entire time they were sitting down. Yeah. Well, it's just like when they brought the uh, cruiserweights into WCW, that was the same thing. They, were, if you listen to the commentators, they were co- they were talking about everything but the wrestling is going on because they didn't really put much into it. Even though they're putting a lot with the purple ropes and the different mat and all, it's just a matter. It's going to grow because mm-hmm. they're giving it to them as a totally different new product that's being placed on this bigger product to try to sell it. And it's just going to take time for it to grow. And once that happens, these guys are going to be the Rey Mysterios, Eddie Guerrero's, and become heavyweights out of nowhere somehow mm-hmm. i got Which really excited at the beginning of the show because the opening announced team had mara nalo on it too. and not michael cole yeah. and i thought that's how it was going to be for this what? whole show but then they just changed the announced team for few, every single they, yeah, match every, okay. every match was something different mm-hmm. except the main event was all raw guys because it was a raw match right uh so all the stuff where mara called was awesome mm-hmm. and then all the stuff where michael called was worse because it was followed up from a previously awesome experience mm-hmm. with Mauro Ronaldo. And, you know, I know people think that his voice, I guess, could be a little much. Who's? Mauro. I know, I know there, he has his detractors. Really? But not nearly as many as Michael no. Cole does. He's entertaining. He's just, he's passionate. When you, if, the whole point of commentary is to but have, Michael Cole used have, to be. have kind of your own perspective invested into the match. Like, you're talking to somebody else about what you're watching. So if somebody is excited... You get excited. It's just like when you go to a movie. If you're in a movie theater and you're watching a scene that you don't think is that funny, but the entire theater is laughing, you'll find yourself laughing kind of, you know. I, I don't mind Michael Cole as much as other people do. He does not bother me. He bothers me. Really? Oh, oh, he, he, okay, he called things incorrectly. Okay, that's aggravating, but. Uh, what, what did he say? Sam wrote a note. I don't. I. I. I can't even. I can't even go in and to. He. You know. He, I. I, I oh, he said. He, he said that. He said. I remember what it was. He said that during the Miz Sami Zayn match, mm-hmm. he was talking about Survivor Series stats, and he mentions a great Survivor Series Intercontinental Title match, like when Stone Cold beat Owen Hart for the Intercontinental Championship. I did hear him which say that. did not happen yeah, at Survivor Series. Yeah. It happened at SummerSlam. Yeah, nineteen ninety-seven. Michael Cole. Hurt you, Sam. As well, a fact checker, <laughs> just, you need, you well, need to start just, a website. But it's like not. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> it's not just. It's just. <laughs> 2016 election, guys. It just takes me out of it. But this, but in spite of that, I thought this is one of the best Survivor Series that they've had in um, a long time. Okay, the men's match is probably my second favorite Survivor Series match of all time. It was good. It was really, really. It really was good. really, really. It good. had a lot of weird things that happened in it. Okay, like you know, I'm a Roman Reigns fanboy yeah. the shield reunion thing was the shield freaking reunion awesome. thing was awesome well i like the shield mm-hmm. i i was a big fan of the shield i don't like any of them as much now separately as I did when they were in the shield mm-hmm. i thought so they what were are, what are they gonna shield it back up um him and uh rollins are back together now for I, like sure i mean yeah they're slowly building to what Taking i imagine will be a shield stuff. reunion mm-hmm. it'll have to be at like mania or the rumble i think it'd be cool if they could put gallows and anderson back into a aj a stronger presence and then you could do the oh, club yeah, versus yeah. the shield actually that wouldn't be bad but even at the end like uh one of my favorite matches ever that i just rewatch all the time is the shield versus the wyatts mm-hmm. from a few mm-hmm. years ago and then that's basically how the show ended with rollins and roman against bray and orton mm-hmm. orton's a much better wyatt than eric rowan no offense eric rowan wow. <laughs> just because 
you know, Luke Harper is underappreciated, and him being out there was awesome, even though he didn't do much. What defines a Wyatt? I don't understand what you're trying to compare. If you're just with Bray Wyatt. Just the idea of the the dynamic of Bray Wyatt's philosophy versus Roman Reigns' philosophy, even if you don't, whether you, however you feel about Roman Reigns, they have great chemistry. They clash really well. Okay. So anytime they have... No, I was asking because you're saying he's not a Wyatt. Like, I, I think of the Wyatts, I think it's some dudes that are just gnarly looking and yeah. bearded and they come out of nowhere and they're kind of quiet and the leader speaks. And Randy Orton was never really somebody to talk, so I can kind of see that. But, I but guess... he wears a, he wears trunks and doesn't have a beard, so and he, uh, a hoodie, yeah, sleeveless hoodie, sleeveless hoodie, sleeveless hoodie. He's got to show his arm tattoos. Um, money there. Other thing, um, they let Bray win. They let Bray win on a pay per view, and then they and then they squandered it on SmackDown. Yeah, they did. But uh, but yeah, Bray Wyatt winning was the are ultimate. They, are they going to get in a feud with American Alpha? I think it would be cool. I don't think so, though. I think they're going to beat American Alpha, and then they're going to fight the, Rhino uh, and Heath, and uh, then they're going to be home champs. We'll get there when we talk about SmackDown. Yeah. Um, but um... but uh, I thought that match was great. I thought uh, the Ellsworth eliminating Braun Strowman thing was mm-hmm. amazing. I thought the Shane... It was good use of him and not overuse mm-hmm. of him. So I liked... Poor Shane. Now you said Shane. Yeah. Uh, he He had to be hurt way earlier. He, he laid was showing down. that he was so daisy when he yeah. was fighting with Jericho. He kept, as you said, or, you know, we were talking earlier that Jericho kept like screaming, "Do a schoolboy on me!" Yeah. Like you know, you could very loudly hear it. But I think Shane got hurt early, early, very, very early. And then when he, uh, even before he did the spot on, where, uh, on the coast to coast mm-hmm. to Roman, he already seemed. Uh, he was definitely hurt before. He um, and then I don't know what happened with that whole. Braun caught Shane and then walked around the ring trying not to laugh to himself. Spot. There was, was three times in that match that Braun Strowman kind of had to look off. Yeah. Into the distance because you can tell his he was he about to like, start laughing. He looked like Jimmy Fallon on Saturday Night Live trying oh, to Oh no. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't see that. <laughs> it was it was something Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens was doing before the match. Mm-hmm. Like they were being funny. And Braun Strowman was kind of watching out of the corner, and he, he definitely turned his head because he, I think he was about to start busting out laughing because it was hilarious. Do you think there were repercussions for that nonsense? No, no I, I think, think he, I think he's he's the new big dude, so I, I don't think he can do any wrong right now. I mean, I think as far as match quality, I mean, I'm sure there are people that are tearing the, the match to shreds, but uh, we're not they, those they do that to everybody, every match. It I was, thought it was great. It was I, solid. Was, I loved the whole thing. Mm. And then every time... Uh, a good Survivor Series match keeps changing the pace. They keep mm-hmm. moving the the tension the away around. to something else. And every time could have gotten a little stale, it moved away. Uh, so I thought the whole thing from top to bottom. I thought the right team won. I didn't like I a few of the other decisions. Yeah, I know you lost. I'm sorry, Chris. But I thought uh, it was a roll you know, kind of sh- night. I liked that Charlotte's team won. I thought that was great. I thought it was weird that the New Day lost so the early. Match. There's uh, a lot of weird pacing thing in the. Um... The uh, tag team the tag Survivor team, Series the, thing. But the tag team Survivor Series match was already ridiculous in and of itself. I mean, I guess if you eliminate the New Day early, then you get Xavier Woods to also leave. So that's three people moving yeah, away from ringside. The, the focus isn't on New Day yeah. like it would be if they were there. Yeah. So I kind of think it was good for them to do it. Yeah. I was surprised it was the Usos and Sheamus yeah. and uh, Zara. I'm surprised it came down to that. Who then got a title match, mm-hmm. but then lost the next Again. one. Again. I you know it's useless it's, to give New Day 
title matches right now until they beat the record. Like mm-hmm. every time, like they get a title match, I'm like, I don't care. I well, know they're not going to. What's win. interesting though is like, so they fought Cesaro and Sheamus this week on Raw. They're fighting another team next week, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to um, keep fighting teams until the, they break it. And then I think they're going to call the revival up and they're going to beat them before they break the record. You think so? I think that that's... What would be the point of going this long without... To put heat on another team. Do you think in the older days when they talked about... Did they talk about streaks no, as see, much like, of that? Yeah, like, I don't... I, I don't hate really, when they bring that up and they make I, it such a big thing. It's like, when oh, people talk about this whole... So Goldberg beats Brock Lesnar. And mm. I saw 50 posts about a, the waste of the breaking of the Undertaker streak. Right. I've liked the Undertaker for a very long time before I ever even realized... They didn't start talking about the streak like as a storyline point until Randy Orton, which was WrestleMania 21. And so some of his won. early matches are terrible. Some of them are terrible, but just like it would, yeah. it was, it would always terrible. be just a thing that like uh, the JR would just point out, like he's never lost, and then they would move on. It was never mm-hmm. a storyline point. So it, I never thought the Undertaker's awesome because he never loses at WrestleMania. He never loses at WrestleMania because he's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the other well, way around. The Undertaker was an attraction. It wasn't like yeah. Uh, you know, a disciplined match. It was like, oh, this yeah. dead man's gonna wrestle this giant man, or he's gonna wrestle this weirdo. And it builds up into too big of a thing, so that then when he did lose, it was never gonna make everybody happy because it just became too much of a polarizing thing. Undertaker had lost, had won so many times that no matter who beat him, it would have been too much. Mm-hmm. I liked that Brock beat him because I did too. Actually. Brock isn't hurt or affected by it. Mm-hmm. Like if. Someone like Wade Barrett or whoever it was that they were considering doing at the time had done it. That would have defined them as who they are and they would have gotten lost and everything else. You know, you don't want to be the guy. Like even Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho can say that he beat The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night. But when he started saying those things, his his stock kind of fell. Like he, he didn't feel like a real champion because he felt like you had to remind them, hey, I'm awesome. Remember that I'm awesome. It's only when he kind of stood on his own that he really got over. Yeah, you never hear The Rock or Stone Cold talk about it. What they had to do to be who they are. Brock brags about being the Undertaker, but he did that after already being established Mm -hmm. and being over. So, same thing with if you have Brock go on this undefeated streak. I know that people, you know, like you could have Samoa Joe beat Brock and be the first one to beat him. But I think even after Goldberg beats Brock Lesnar, I think it'll still be a big deal if somebody new beats Brock Lesnar, regardless of the fact that he lost. Okay, so... I would say the last thing before we take a little time out would be match of the night for you. For the, of the night? I mean, match of the of the weekend, I really think, was was the 2 out of 3 falls match at NXT. Take over the I, I agree, four, actually. Uh, yeah. With Ciampa and Gargano, you know, which is kind of becoming like a, a the norm where it's just they have to outpace the I don't WWE find show. the whole event as good as some of their past ones. Yeah. The, it, we're talking about the NXT takeover on Saturday. I mean, um, I've heard people say that. it was good. That, yeah. I thought, I've heard people say that they thought it was the best one. Really? I don't. I don't feel. I don't it think was, it was. Man. I mean, I don't think it was bad. No, it was no, great. it wasn't bad yeah. at all. But of the night, see, you know, I really loved. I really, I really got excited when Goldberg beat yeah. Brock Lesnar because it was Goldberg. That's mm-hmm. his character. Yes. That's that seems like a, a ridiculous Goldberg gimmick. But his nasty. gimmick is I just destroy people. I just don't know why nobody expected this to happen. I don't like, know. Like even either. me, it caught Ask me off by surprise. I didn't expect it. I still don't believe that. I still don't believe that it happened. Uh, and now he's going to be in the Royal Rumble, which is crazy. But I think, so it's that or definitely the men's Survivor, Survivor Series, Series match. match. I mean, when I think about, like, next year, like, I'm going to remember this those one. two matches. Yeah. I I know what happened in Survivor Series last year, but it doesn't, like, stand out to me. Like, 
oh yeah, that's when they had a tournament for Sheamus to cash in. Like it, it kind of felt over underwhelming. Last year's show wasn't very good. The year before that, you had the Team Cena versus Team Authority. Mm-hmm. But then before that, I, you know, it's there's not blur. a lot of stuff that kind of stands out as a strong. But this year's show was strong. Like it feels like a big four pay per view. It didn't feel like it was four hours long. No, you know, and even the uh, the man's match was which was an hour long. Yeah, flew by. Yeah. I wasn't bored at any time during it. So, so definitely, I think that one. That's that's one you definitely have to check out. Um, before we we go to break, the two other belts that were up on the line: Intercontinental and the Cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. I am kind of aggravated that neither one of them changed hands. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't pick. It's I not, picked Sammy. It's not for like pick Sammy. wise. Yeah, it's more because it would have showed that these belts can change hands at any time. Yeah. That they can go up. Now, all WWE showed was everything's exactly the same yeah. when the pay-per-view was yeah, over. I, 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 growing up, I always hated when they'd have a pay-per-view, nothing really changed hands. Happened. And then the next night, it happened on Raw or right. Nitro or Thunder. And I'd nice. I'd just be like, why, did, why, why would you pay 50, 60 bucks to watch this programming? It does, it does feel like the show's over and nothing's really changed. Mm-hmm. SmackDown won, but that doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. They just move on. What point system? What it, what does this mean to them? It was just a the hype. They should have let one but of the belts. it was a good show, you know. Like the yeah. cruiserweights should have came over or, or just changed the Intercontinental belt just to show that hey, this can happen at any time. Yeah. And maybe do a storyline later where it comes back. It doesn't matter. But it should have happened something here because that would have been something surprising, something people weren't Correct. expecting. But I and think... that's why my predictions were, you know, like oh they're gonna do this because it's different. But well, they think, didn't do anything that was different. Yeah. They just they 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 said that to put make it feel like a bigger deal, but obviously had no intention of following through on any of it. Just to add some more levity. That way, you don't just kind of wash over the Intercontinental Title match on this big show with Goldberg and Lesnar. You go, oh, I got to watch this match. Pay attention to this too, because if there's a title change, then it then it, you know who knows what's going to happen. We should write the WWE letter. <laughs> we should. While Chris collects himself and Phil writes WWE a letter of recommendation and suggestions we're going to take a quick break but we'll be right back do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of googling it and did you ever wish you could get some random nerds opinion on those movies while your wishes have come true i'm billiam from somewhat nerdy and i have a new podcast called future flicks where i talk about every movie that's coming out during the week and i throw in some opinions facts and even the occasional recommendation so check out future flicks on the somewhat nerdy podcast network Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the somewhat nerdy radio podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. And welcome back. We're going to move right into Raw and SmackDown. Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown was a better show this week. I was going to uh, start that way. I loved Raw this did week. Did you? I really did. You loved it. I loved it. You should marry it. So, wow. <laughs> I really like how enthusiastic Canadian crowds are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's not 
a good response technically for what they're going for they always give some kind of response i will say i never like the cheap heat that they pull no yeah you canadians blah 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 like the charlotte yeah. stuff was just so dumb i love how rick flair wouldn't do that yeah so, he would he wouldn't be as a smiling big grin just he wouldn't do that he wouldn't have been on so on the nose i really like charlotte and something that i was i was thinking about at survivor series she doesn't act i don't think of her as being a bitch when she's talking she sounds like an asshole and that's a strange distinction mm-hmm. they're just just something that wwe doesn't typically kind of put on their like nikki bella and the bellas and their kind of stuff they would do when they were heels was always kind of like uh girl you know silly right, right. silly you know gimmicky stuff and charlotte just acts like a straight up you know jerk mm-hmm and I think that that's great. Everyone, I, do too, I feel actually. like she's one of the best heels that they have in the company. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't like uh, how Nia Jax now talks. No, I didn't like that. For the it's same reason fast. why I like Charlotte. Yeah, It's too fast. And, you know, she's the rock. So she relates to the rock. Everybody's related oh to the God. rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be related to the I like Shasha rock. Banks in the ring. Mm-hmm. I think her mic stuff is needs a lot of work. Well, That's yeah. the easiest way to say it. Uh, I thought, okay, so... Did so, you ever watch her matches with charlotte in nxt oh it was amazing mm-hmm. those are some of the yeah. best they they redo them for the bigger shows yes, but not because it was the atmosphere in nxt they just had it was they were on fire then it was and all her nxt stuff even was um uh bailey it's awesome yeah i love all those matches so goldberg is in the 2017 royal rumble which more, announced, more which importantly like, that's cool and everything why <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not going to win. So, well, this is the thing, because uh, everybody's when, next. When he beat, when Goldberg beat Lesnar, I was, I actually was smiling. I got right, excited, right. but I also immediately knew he was coming. That one. he was not. Yeah. That was not his last match. You knew I won. That's what. it So was, he right? can be in the Rumble. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Uh, <laughs> he can be in the Rumble, and then whoever eliminates him, he'll fight at Mania. Now maybe that'll be Lesnar to get revenge. They did the exact same thing before the WrestleMania 20 match, but right. that doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, so he can be in there to put somebody. That's the thing. Goldberg beats Lesnar, so now before he was just old man. Maybe he can go. Maybe he can't. Now people know Goldberg is a presence. So then now you have Lesnar who can still put people over. He's not that hurt by it, and Goldberg can now put over like you know Rusev or Samoa Joe or whoever. You know? I actually want the, that to go into the Gold. I mean, um, the Brock Lesnar story. Like, he's been defeated yeah. by Goldberg, and now he's mm-hmm. self-conscious now about he's self-conscious. it. Like, he loses again. Or he goes on a tear or whatever. Something. Yeah. Well, Brock Lesnar, if he he never shows true emotion. He might show, like, a little face expression or something. Goldberg is, like, the ultimate warrior kind of expression. So he, mm-hmm. he looks in the camera, the hard camera, and just snarls or shakes the ring ropes. And it's just, like, it gets you amped. And it gets the crowd nuts. Brock, Brock Lesnar, he gets you set up in a move, and you're like, okay. It's almost like he has like that Russian like cage fighter persona where they show no emotion. Yeah. They do their moves, they move on. But this would be interesting, like you guys saying, he's self conscious of what he, you know, has happened to him in his streak, and now he's going to start showing emotion. That'd be a really neat mm-hmm. dynamic for him. Yeah. And if if he's a if he's an entertainer, to use then more... he would want to try something different like that mm-hmm. to you know broaden his career and maybe give him a new adventure that would extend his career with actually we really super agree with that if they use this as a storyline for going on as brock showing a weakness and his like self-doubt that would be awesome we all agree on that yeah completely and weird I think, and i don't think that goldberg's <laughs> gonna win the royal rumble right? no, no. Yeah. Uh, maybe 
Uh, Enzo we'll Enzo Amore was naked backstage. Yes, he was. That was weird. He was that was thong. weird. That yeah. was so like. And he did the, wait, wait. And he did the toy promo for the WWE yep. shop. So it's like, nice. hey kids, go around naked, show your neighbors, but buy this cool merch. But then Rusev, after not being on Raw last week, oh, gave that great, series. just that most ridic- that ridiculous accent when he just isn't. What What are you What are you doing being naked in front of my wife or whatever was it he said? Mm-hmm. It's just so. Like, I'm like, sure the WWE know. has a, such a hard job right now trying to distinguish what they should put on daily programming aside from what they the actual performers do on their instagram their social medias and facebook and youtube and how do they you know we see them speaking english perfectly fine mm-hmm. you know lana big thing lana Which said completely what, america me. she said america rise to toronto and they let her have it and then she just kept going with her same speech she just kept calling them america i mean yeah. it's north america it's they true. are mm-hmm. americans north america they're just but, not of the united states god we're, of there comes the hate mail yeah, yeah. Stop, because remember well, let's mean, remember kofi kingston started out what well, was his whole thing the caribbean thing and there's yeah. like the jamaican thing now is this we can forget about it just move lana could speak english just do it don't do this but i do think accent. it's weird that she said america and then they booed her and then she paused and and registered it but then call them America mm-hmm. again. Wait, this reminds me of a quick story from high school. Okay. Nice. I took German in high school, and my German teacher in high school and I, we were very close. Like, we would, sometimes I would sit with her after class on lunch break and just talk to her or whatever, because we, we like similar things or whatever. And a lot of times we'd have class competitions, this side of the class versus that side of the class. And most of the time, people wanted to be in class because I was like a senior, and a lot of the kids were like freshmen and sophomores. I was like, ooh, I want to take German. That's cool and different, and uh, so my teacher would pick me to be like the guy to keep score because I I just took to class kind of just blow off in high school, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, I'm gonna pull one on all these guys. I'm gonna be Team USA versus Team America. Oh goodness! So wow. everybody was it was very heated. So I was like building up this team. I was like, oh, you can't take that, guys. You gotta get them. And I was building up, and at the end, Team USA ones. They're all excited, you know, twirling their pencils in the air and getting all yippity skippity and i was like wait guys we're all winners today <laughs> team usa and team america are one in the same mm-hmm. and everybody just looked at me like they did not get it but i got it mm-hmm. and it was hilarious well hopefully Thank- no one else puts more heat on WWE for, that, for that speech but but yeah. i mean no but yeah no i know what you mean funny side story all, all You're the welcome. canadian canada and wrestling go hand in hand your favorite kenny omega's from uh, oh. from Winnipeg, dude. Just he like does Chris his Jericho. he does his special training there. You ever watch mm-hmm. his special training? Yep. <laughs> and his little no. uh, speedo things, and he just in the snow or no? It's usually like a uh, he'll like do running on the beach and just looks very Baywatchy. Nice. <laughs> I thought the uh, the Kevin Owens Kevin Owens and Jericho were going to get a great reaction there, regardless. Yeah, mm-hmm. but for the first time in a long time, I felt like Kevin wasn't phoning it in. Correct. Like this show. Kevin Owens was on. Kevin Owens was the universal champion he should be and was what I have been wanting him to be for months. This, you know, he was on on the highlight reel. You think he phones phones it in most of the time? <clears throat> well, I don't I don't want to say phone. That's that's maybe not the right way to say it. He hasn't been put in the spotlight I think he deserves to be as the top champion. I think <clears throat> AJ Styles is is should be this kind of spotlight that he should have, but I don't think his role on Raw is the same as it has been. Like, they've been spending more time trying to get Roman over, trying to get Seth Rollins to turn face. That They're not 
concentrating on putting Kevin Owens over the way that they <clears throat> they should be treating him the way that they did Triple H back in like two thousand two and three when they first right. did the brand split, where he's just the dominant heel that nobody can beat, and then when somebody finally does. Or that's what I want it to be, at least I should say. That's because Kevin Owens is one of my favorite I was, guys. I, I just don't have that dynamic with him in Jericho. Yeah, now, exactly. You know? So it's kind of been, he hasn't been able to be himself because he's been attached, attached to the hip. But he got to do that promo where he was talking to that backstage and he called her Renee and it wasn't was so Renee. Awesome. That was hilarious. And then he had what is what Kevin Owens' best stuff is, is when he's having hardcore matches. That main event with Rollins was amazing. That, that was definitely and then even awesome, though, awesome match. And even though Jericho interfered, he still did his all that awesome. Was it a apron hardcore match? Or is this no it was DQ? a it was a no DQ match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was reminiscent of this like something like hardcore like ECW. Yeah, they jumping the out crowds, of the crowds and all everything. The crowds, yeah. all the weapons, and it was just slowly like telling the story throughout the crowd. Um, I like when like I was never a big fan of Kevin Owens' theme song, but. As they came out for that show, I like the slow pace and how they walk mm-hmm. around. Chris Jericho's more of a direct walk, but it's kind of just like the swagger is yeah. killer. And it, dro- I, I'm not, I, I don't know. There's, I've never been like the biggest Kevin Owens fan, but mm-hmm. I, he's mm-hmm. growing on me. <laughs> I he's love Kevin Owens. He's the man. man. But that's the thing. Like he, he, he hasn't gotten the response that I think he's wanted to have. Like mm-hmm. even when he, when he first won the belt, the rivalry became about Seth versus Stephanie. And Triple H, who wasn't there, and didn't feel enough about him. I agree with you know? that. But yeah. this show, he got to, he insulted Seth and say that's why they lost. He got to do all of his banter, which is hilarious. And then got <laughs> to be in the main event, even though uh, Sin Cara, you know, Jericho wearing a Ichiban Shinsuke Nakamura hoodie and Sin Cara match, which was hilarious. That uh, is, like, and I'm, I'm just realizing he was wearing a Sin Cara mask. <laughs> it's an albino yeah. one. Special edition. It reminds me, he had a um, he had a rivalry with Rey Mysterio in 2009. Mm-hmm. And Rey Mysterio used to always, like, uh, touch his head to all the kids wearing Rey Mysterio masks when he would make his entrance. And uh, there was, like, three or four kids in a row. So he, like, touched one, touched the second, touched heads with the third. And then he touched heads with the fourth. And then after he touched heads with the fourth, that fan grabbed him by the head and like rammed him into the barricade. And it was Chris Jericho. Nice. So Chris Jericho sitting there with a Rey Mysterio mask next to in three real kids wearing Rey Mysterio masks. Do you think he learned hilarious. that silly trick in Mexico where he started? I don't know. He never wore a mask when he was in Mexico, though. No, he's too beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Uh, um, Rick Swan anymore. is now the number one contender. Yes, which Sweet. I really like. Rick's He's going to be in so. the main event with Brian next week on Two Hundred Five Lives. So next week's the first episode. Yeah. Okay. I like him a lot. Rich, I like his, Rich Swan. I like his moves. He he is this generation's Rey Mysterio. He's That's, doing moves. Wow. He's doing moves that no one's seen before anywhere. That's when Rey Mysterio came on the scene in WCW. I'm not going to say ECW because that was kind of like the underground. But when he came to WCW, people were doing moves. Just normal himself. wrestling moves, and in, in Rey Mysterio would pull off the Frankensteiner. Mm-hmm. Even though Scott well, I mean, Steiner Scott would Steiner do it, that first, that's why yeah, it's called the Frankensteiner. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't but know that. Really? You didn't know, yeah, the no, Frankensteiner. Yeah. Scott Steiner invented the Frankensteiner. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Good so, God, that's really? why it's called Isn't the Frankensteiner. Yeah, but um, he would do those things and just do crazy moves. And they would, at first, it was just the uh, cruiserweights. They would just wrestle each other. They wouldn't branch off and wrestle like the giant or something like that. Yeah. And that's what I think the cruiserweight division are doing. Who's running the cruiserweight division? Like, who's writing this stuff? It doesn't feel like... It feels like they have... The Dean Malenko? Wings. Is it Dean Malenko? It, ha- it can't be Dean Malenko. Because Dean Malenko... They, they don't have as much time as they did on the CWC, but it's not that as much as they haven't been able to get in as much stuff. 
But yeah. one of the guys that is being able to show off all of his athleticism is Rich Swan. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he's all doing of his, his like, all of his standing stuff is crazy. front tuck mm-hmm. jumps mm-hmm. and just it's so smooth. He's one and of the, the camera angles they're doing are a lot of lower angles to not show how short these guys are and all. Yeah, uh, Carl Anderson, Machine Gun. I love Carl Anderson. And Look at his New Japan stuff. Luke Gallows is Ooh. number one contender for the yeah. belt again, and I don't care. Why? It's the, it's the new town. it's the new day thing um, because you, you just you just know that they're gonna break the record so any title defense but no, then that's like they better but not. then you can't say that like they can't def- won't defend Wait. the titles for that until they reach the you know what bothers me about this this amount of time who has the longest one demolition demolition mm-hmm. whoop de doo I didn't even know demolition exists when I was younger because who was cool like that the road warriors way cooler than demolition well they tried to say that they already had the record which they do have the record for the WWE tag team championships which was started if you look at it from the lineage since 2002 when they did the brand split and made two title belts right they had two separate belts then they unified them in 2009 dissolving the original title belt and only continuing the legacy from 2002 does that make sense yes yeah so for that title written down they're the longest reigning tag team champions but of all time anyone holding tag team championships in the you know then it's demolition yeah it's, so they try to say, it, but then they got all these tweets at them saying, are they gonna put it's, not, "It's not New Day." It's, I saw, it's, it's yeah, I saw Legion Xavier. Uh, so it's like they that. push it further, just to be like, "Shut up, Marks." You know, mm. we'll you know now they'll break it and then they'll take it off. Well, the, when is Finn Balor coming back? He's supposed to be coming back sooner than expected. So December, January, maybe. I'm Royal hoping, Rumble. Maybe? I'm hoping Royal Rumble. I think that they should keep they the belt to- on. Kevin Owens Until and then, then do Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor at yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, that would be nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you wanting Kevin Owens all the way until WrestleMania? I, I see. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why I'm saying that Kevin Owens doesn't feel like he's feels like he's phoning in because you don't think he should. No, I think he should. But uh, I don't I'm think actually he okay with I'm it. I'm saying that he should. He has the ability to be the greatest champion that they've ever had, but they're kind of pulling him into too many different directions and not letting him just be himself. If they just let him tear through people like he did on, he tore the house down on, on raw in the Mm. main event. I mean, that was Rollins too. Rollins is also awesome. But I think if they really want to, if they would just give him the ball and let him run with it on his own, he would be one of the best champions they've ever had. That's my opinion. Ooh, big one. Um, let's go ahead and move to Smackdown. Smackdown. Let's change the channel. It's on the same channel now. It's on USA. I know, but I was doing like the Bud thing. Change it. <laughs> the uh, did you know? Think that Shane McMahon was legit uh, agitated by Dean Ambrose nah, because uh-uh. I, he was. He seemed. He also walked to the ring very gingerly. Yeah, he might have been being serious about like, hey, take it easy. Yeah, because he did look like he was kind of legitimately like wanting oh. to take it easy. Um, you know why, Sam? Why? Because the Mountie always gets his man. Dude, nice. I, you know, that was the most ridiculous <laughs> line, and I loved that so much. When he showed up in the Mountie outfit, though, that was hilarious. Um, but it, it's what Dean's good at. I don't, like, I find him kind of eh in the ring. Yeah. All, everything outside the ring that Dean does, I love. See, I love, I like Dean. He's he's one of, one of the best performers I think they have. I think that he's limited in his performance in the ring, but I think it's also because his best aspect is his like facial expressions mm-hmm. is telling the story when seth rollins turned on the shield he hit roman 
mm-hmm. because it would allow for Dean to be the one reacting to it and not the other way right. around. And that was not an accident. He's, if he's, it's not broken, don't fix his it. His faces can tell the story. You can show all these images of him with Brock Lesnar, even though their match at WrestleMania wasn't very great, but you just do at some all. still shots of Dean in it, and it looks like it was the coolest thing you've ever seen. That's true. Because of how good of a job he is at selling the expressions of stuff like that. But I just think that he he does the Bugs Bunny thing a little too much. He's He's too kind of cartoony steal the the food cart cover cane with ketchup and mustard too often mm-hmm. uh he's mick foley he dude. was great i thought he was doing a great job as a uh, as champion but then they you know, uh, it, but then it, it, it would have had to be belt on him was so boring yeah it really was he's yeah. our modern day mick foley mick foley can't do it in the ring anymore oh my god well, he does all mick of his moves mick foley can barely talk and walk anymore dude he, he he when he first started doing the what is that the uh Dirty Deeds, but what did he, Cactus Jack, call it? I think he just called it the Underhook DDT. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he took that from, he took that from Mick. That, and then he would do, there was so much that it would be hinting to that, and that's what he's doing with James, James Ellsworth. He's, I, he's doing the same thing that he did in ECW with Mikey Whipwreck. I just think that Dean, if he turned, he's doing great as a babyface. I just think he would do phenomenal, no pun intended, as a heel. They don't need him and as a heel on that show now. No, they don't. Mm. But I think that AJ is getting so <laughs> many cheers that I think they're going to inevitably have to turn him babyface. I'm surprised then... they're actually even keeping it going this long because he he tells people to stop cheering for him and they just cheer for him more and, every uh, single time. Yeah. So I think there's room to turn Dean heel it's once the whole, that happens. Though. The whole Seth Rollins thing, whenever Seth Rollins had to stop doing a lot of his cool stuff In so fact, he would get... You know, stop getting cheered, but he still got cheered because he was awesome. I'm going to make an early prediction that at TLC, in fact, AJ's going to win, and then after that win, he's going to start moving more and more to being the my characters that I really am the best, and I'm looking for good competition and become a a good guy. You think? And that James Ellsworth is going to cost Dean the title, and that Dean's going to turn on James. But James Ellsworth that, or he's going to join the Shield. I, the only reason why they shouldn't do is because then you finally have all three guys of the Shield on the same side of the coin yeah but, but different James shows Ellsworth's... that's kind of hard to do yeah um, but he's I mean, already he's already, trade cost, he's already cost him enough to where he's gonna do what he's gonna do when it happened i don't see them having a match together and being as entertaining as him with aj styles like he's done the last three times oh well, now three times no, after I, this but i can see like like dean beats up james so james is like put on the shelf and then james like returns at the, like the royal rumble and eliminates dean wouldn't turn into like a big main event angle yeah, but I can see it turning into a thing where they're at ends with each well, other. Well, if we look back at the comparison I was doing with the Mikey Whipwreck and the mm-hmm. oh yeah, they're Jack, very similar. They they went on to win the tag team championships together. They were the anti promos, and Mikey Whipwreck was just the ring guy that would show up, and you know he would put the ring together, and they put him in matches had no offensive move ever. Same thing as James Ellsworth. Uh, he has the no chin music. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> he's the got one, one move. Well, he's got one Mikey move. Whipwreck would pull like a move like that out of nowhere, and then it would win. And he would put him against the Sandman, and the Sandman was a guy who would come to the ring smoking his cigarettes, and he had woman with him at the time. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why she was with him was for the money. Yeah. That's what, you know, like, he, James had the match with, he was in the main event with AJ, where if he won, he would get the contract, contract. to finally be an official the ladder match for yeah. the contract at the top of the ladder. Not nearly as many hoops as they put Heath Slater through, but, you know, that's okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I... I thought that that showed a lot of holes in the the problem with pushing James. It, it felt more like an angle. You know, you could never put 
James Ellsworth in like a legit match. Match. Right. But that's not necessarily a bad a thing. bad thing. Yeah, it yeah, just, yeah. you know, it just it's limits what you can do with him, but you can clearly they've done a lot they've done a lot more with him than I thought they were going to be true. were ever going to do with him. So do you think he sticks around after like he's done with I think AJ he needs stuff? to eliminate Braun Strowman from the Royal Rumble and then they need he's to He's got a build. contract. How long I, is his contract? They don't, don't no telling. Is it crazy for me to want a James Ellsworth Braun Strowman rematch? Yeah, from, that's crazy. Because I think he should act like just like Maven and Undertaker in Royal Rumble. He, they should have some kind of fluke where Braun wants to kill because he's upset with with J- James Ellsworth from Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. They go head to head in the Royal Rumble. He destroys, the, uh, uh, he destroys him, yeah. but then toys with him because he doesn't. Well, he wants to take his time to beat him up, and then again another fluke. He beats Braun. And then it and then it pushes on. I could see something like that happening. So is this too. like a, that would be hilarious? I got another ECW dynamic. It's just popping in my head. Of course, imagine that. Of course you do. It's like Spike <laughs> Dugley and Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, there you yes. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And there was a feud. Yeah. That was a long feud because mm-hmm. Bam Bam was a big guy that could do big things, and Spike L- Dugley had a lot of offensive moves, and he yeah. had his. Uh, it was pretty much Spike like Spike was so small and was so. I don't want to underdevelop. He was not. He did not have a physical. He wasn't like small, but built like Ray Mysterio. He was like a middle school teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was. He was. That's what he was. Or probably still is. But uh, my point. Uh, what was the point I was making? That there was uh, just a know, lot of the. A lot man, of, yeah, I don't know why. I just keep coming up with all these things. The anti Mark Henry Colin Delaney. Yeah, uh, dynamic. It's, they're they're going back to material that worked for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul Heyman. He's the advocate, or whatever you want to call him, the manager. Whatever character advocate. he's playing he's right now. Advocate. Yeah. I think it's hilarious that when like someone threatens to beat him up, he just goes, I'm just an advocate. Yeah. Like as if anybody would ever say that sentence in real life. That's what Stone Cold, he'd say that to Stone Cold and Stone Cold, like, I can't spell that, and then give him a stunner. Yeah. Nice. But uh he's not there just to do that. He's definitely backstage putting in work too. That's 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 his job. And I like we jumped from the beginning of SmackDown, we jumped all the way to the end of it because that was this that was the angle. That yeah. was that was a good I show like, all together. I mean, Alpha versus Bray and Orton next week is going to be cool. I um, like they got a lot of setup for TLC done, which so is only two weeks away. So. I was, are they going to start pushing American Alpha now? I really want them to. I think that just like Enzo and Cass, Enzo and Cass haven't been winning a lot because they're. I've read that they are saving that for Mania. I, I kind of figured they probably are doing the same thing they did with the American same thing Alpha with them in NXT. They weren't yeah. winning in NXT. They yeah. were they were putting everybody else over like crazy. Yeah, they because were never they're, even they're like untouchable now. Yeah. Like, Enzo and Cass are untouchable. Because like, they're if over. If they lose, they, they don't they're need, over. Yeah, so, they don't yeah. need to win. It's the same with Bailey. I don't mind when Bailey loses Cause she's, she's, because she's over. Yeah, yeah. I think they think the same thing about Sami Zayn, but it doesn't come off that way. It doesn't. It, it, That's, I, I think, their mentality towards they, him. They and they keep saying, like, yeah. hey, we're saving Sami. Yeah. Don't worry about it. His time is coming. But then they I would love to see Sami versus Kevin Owens for the Universal title. Most definitely, eventually. But they are purposely keeping those two people away from each other. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, a lot of Roy Rumble contenders, which is yes. just around the corner. Yeah. But I thought SmackDown. I mean, I I enjoyed the main event of Raw a lot more. Me too. And I yeah. thought Kevin Owens and yeah. Jericho saying Roman Reigns at the same time in the high reel week kind of stole it. Was mm-hmm. the, was awesome. Mm-hmm. But overall, as far as like pushing angles and moving the show forward, I thought SmackDown was better. I agree with Sam somehow, and we're gonna go to break <laughs> now on that. Uh, we're going to go to break, and we will be right back after our... Words from our sponsor. Words from our friends. Sponsor. We don't have sponsors yet. Words from our friends. I'll sponsor us. Let's go. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever interneting. 
We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy fucking language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that, f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMPodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Uh, we're back. Oh, we're back. <laughs> Can we get um, some intro music like they did on Space Ghost Coast to Coast? Sure. Okay. Yeah. The power yeah. of technology and squeaky chairs will make it to your ears. Tonight, the winner is talking in the mic. And my name is Philip, with one L, <laughs> the dude with the headband. Nobody's special, I just know what to call. Yeah. And with wrestling, it's never a safe bet, because it's like prize fighting. You mm-hmm. can root for the team, or you can go from stats to help you make these predictions, but you just gotta go with your heart sometimes. Well, when so, you, when you I make, still think I was robbed. When you this. make guesses <laughs> about like a wrestling show, do you yeah. try to play it off of what... Like, in your heart, you want to happen? Or what do you think they're going to do? Well, I think my problem is most things I think of or do, I think is right. And that is not how you (laughs) should think. No, yeah. That's confidence at its max. And I'm too confident with my decisions. And sometimes it's a fault. Some people would like to hear that right now. (laughs) (laughs) But with uh, wrestling, growing up when I was younger, like, I probably, I don't remember if I mentioned it at the first podcast we did done together, but... I would buy the wrestling almanacs every year, and this was in, mm-hmm. I want to say, I'm going to try to look them, see if I still have them, it's like 95 or 96, I would be so excited to get them from, I would go to the local Walmart in Covington, and I would sit there, and I would just think about, you know, I would try to make the stats work in my favor, mm-hmm. yeah. trying to predict <laughs> when I watched the, re- the wrestling on the, you know, Monday Night Raw, and WCW Nitro, and ECW, and I'm not trying to reminisce too much about what I was doing as Jericho, we could do it on the first podcast. But what I'm getting to with that is, you can't you can't do that anymore. You just got to go with what you want. And what we're trying to do is, you know, give you a different thought on how to look at wrestling. That's why yeah. we're here talking about it. Yeah. In this triangle fashion, when you watch a sh- when you watch a pay per view, people mm-hmm. want to pick what they think is the best decision. Yeah. And then if they don't do it, then the WWE is an idiot. But they don't. Mm-hmm consider like wwe always kind of looks at their stars like uh the old hollywood film movies i've heard vince mcmahon say that before that it's like we just create characters yeah and then we put them together in however best way they want to do they don't they're not always looking at every match as a way to put somebody over a lot of times they're just going well these are the guys we have and we have to put on a show and they all have to fit in there some way and then we put them together and this is who we have win. but it's it's an old it's an old way they it's not an old way to do it it's the old way that they do it and yeah. it's getting old it's been old that's yeah. why i went away from wrestling for a long time and the wrestling that i i would like to watch from time to time is one is ones it, i would have is actually it, is it ecw is probably it's always it's, it's always ECW. ECW. <laughs> no it, it would be uh things that had tournament bases you know it gives you an idea of like man, this is skill that's why new japan is awesome exactly. New japan has tournaments going all, all the year time round. really the whole it, time but they have angles going on too at the same time yeah everything flows so good but i think with my biggest attraction ecw would have to be i liked the characters and i liked how 
it seemed like it was real when I was younger. I was just like, all right, I knew, my friends would tell me wrestling's fake, and my uncle, he wouldn't spoil anything for me. He would just enjoy it with me. He'd always be, you know, I would talk about something and show how enthusiastic I was about it. But nowadays, you know, I can look back and I know I know that it's fake or it's it's script, it's entertainment, and I'm fine with it being called sports entertainment. But it's not it's not for everybody. You can't go be a wrestling fan and be like, I I like to watch all wrestling. That's not going to work because it, it's not all wrestling anymore. It's it's pro wrestling on the indies for the most part, right? Do they still yeah. call it pro wrestling? They, they call it wrestling everywhere, especially after WWE started making a point to only call them sports entertainers. Everybody else started it's calling superstars. them wrestlers as like the anti, like they, you know, they have superstars. We, we're, we're real wrestling. Wait, like that's wait, everybody else. We skipped over something huge. The girls are superstars now. The girls are superstars. They have male and female superstars. They don't have. They're not divas. They made that like a big thing on the Total Divas show. Was that the last episode? That was this week. Yeah. That was the. uh, Let's talk about divas. That's what I want. I don't want. I don't want. I'm the winner. I want to talk about Total Divas. I don't want to get home. I'm watching it. Do you hate? I hate Mark Carano on that show. He seems like a toad. He seems like such an asshole. And I feel like he. That's his job. He's the skeezy little. Little that little. they are shifting towards respecting women more because he doesn't. God, I'm, I'm kind of wow. Going to shoot on him, but I don't like think he does. I don't think he bus. does. He likes that. He likes the Bellas Wait. because they're models and he can put them over. And he hates Natty and he hates all the other all the women that he that can wrestle. He doesn't get along with, and all the women who came from modeling contests and like total diva searches and stuff like that are all of his pet because projects he has because he looks at it from the, mo- from the marketing standpoint interview videotapes he videotapes oh himself God. good god if do you not put that up no, no, no we have to no. cut that you can just roll people in the bus yeah, like that you're crazy this is philip the winner's part <laughs> no, no 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 we can't we don't sam was the one talking about creep but i was just elaborating <laughs> on that one guys i'm not <laughs> saying no i'm not i'm not saying that is he's there creep- a casting couch there i'm I mean, not yeah. saying <laughs> that he's creeping i'm saying that like McFoley's jacket. I feel wow. like part of the problem with the women's division is the mindset that he seems to express, which is that the most important thing about being a wrestler for the WWE when you're a woman is that you have the right hair and look like a supermodel and look good on a poster and yep. then can promote the product as a beautiful woman and not Wait. about the character you're presenting and not about your athletic ability to perform in the ring, mm-hmm. which I think is a shift that's clearly happening it is. with the women from NXT. But I don't think that uh, he, that that's all they think about. I just think that they kind of got shifted in that direction where they don't think about the rest of it. And that's what I was talking about earlier, where the programming on television, the social media personal life, and now they have the reality television. There's three different universes mm-hmm. that... People are being exposed to, and most people that are into the product are trying to soak up all of it, and it's confusing. You know, you you personally like the entertainment value on the reality programming, and then you see them wrestle in the ring, and they're serious. When it's Nikki so, Bella is such weird. an airhead on the programming, and then her Facebook <sighs> or her Instagram looks like she's the hottest thing on the planet Earth, and she's just like, well, she is beautiful. She, you know, I, I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve some of the law that she gets for it. I just think that. It's confusing for they're, everybody. And they're like, we're doing it for young women and empowerment. I'm like, bull crappers. You're showing everything you got. And you're you're pulling out your never nudes well, on I, us. Well, I don't. <laughs> that doesn't bother me at all. I mean, uh, you know, The Rock comes out showing more skin than any of the divas do. I, I don't. I, I don't care about any of that. Yeah, my, but when they cons- say that we're we're doing it for the girls, and then on their TV show, you know, they have they're 
it's scripted show or whatever but they talk about you know we can't do this because we're empowering girls and we're girls look up to us and on the show they're just a total you know yeah they're talk on the, about each other's back they're on the like e that. network yeah what, you know like that's what they, they're encouraging that. yeah <laughs> wow correct can hear. uh yeah. you know who ruins me on that show what? lana Lana? I love her on I haven't wrestling. Watched, I haven't watched any of the new ones. She's, oh. she's, uh, on, it she's on it. Yeah, yeah. she's one of the she's main characters now. She's just straight up just like, I'm a girl with the girls. Yeah. She's my, my first WrestleMania moment. See, my my the best part of that show, hands down, is Daniel Bryan looking yeah. at Like he doesn't want to do Dean Ambrose hasn't made his show up yet. It might be tonight, Yeah, which is, what, 11? Yeah. November something. This yeah. is Wednesday. The day before Thanksgiving. Happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh, oh my full. Oh. oh, I ate so much yesterday. I'm having steak for Thanksgiving. We're doing it the American way with our new American president and making oh American green again. And I'm not even political, but wow. I'm doing it meat and steak. Wow. Okay. So, does... Oh You're yep, saying that's a right. lot that's of stuff accepted. right now. The uh, okay, so, You can email us at uh, somewherenerdyradio at gmail.com if you want any hate mail. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Do you, Write me some. Do you, I don't think that any of the divas... Or, I'm sorry, the women superstars now yeah, on Total Divas. Wait, who was the last Divas champion? Charlotte. The last Divas champion was Charlotte. She converted the belt to the women's title at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. You mean the class ring belt? Yeah. I don't get me started on the title belts. The fact that the Divas belt was a silver pink butterfly was terrible. Yeah, it was. But Poor AJ that, Lee looks so stupid with it on her. Now that all the belts kind of are in the same form you know people hate kind for of the in the same form well, they're all exactly, like exactly the, same. the same well i mean the u.s title and the icy title yeah and those are, are still, are still yeah, okay. yeah. they're classic uh, styles the um the the, the hate from the, for the universal titles kind of died down i never hated uh, it anyway so now at this point though i i keep expecting aj's belt to have a blue background just like uh, becky's but it'll match his outfit because he's always wearing blue got a color so like kevin, kevin owens blue? is wearing blue now yeah, I didn't like that. Did you so. like his maple leaf on his O? Yeah, it's kind of cool. That's a big pet peeve for me. When you're on a team and you have a big color brand and Kevin Owens has red gear, he, he has a... to wear a red raw shirt instead of just wearing what was red gear a couple days ago. He I had a like great that. explanation for it now. He's well, like, I'm in Canada and I want to make money. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So <laughs> he said that on the, on the interview before on the Roman pre-show. Reigns came out in his vest and he has a yeah, red why, one and he why didn't, didn't wear that one. I said the I don't, same thing. That's so stupid. You should write him a letter. <laughs> I'm telling you, who writes people letters? If somebody Nobody. sent me a letter, I'm going to read it. It's Write just, me one. It's a small detail that shows continuity and camaraderie. Mm. When a tag team comes out and their uniforms match, it, it presents them as a team. Speaking when of, X-Pac was teaming with Kane, he started wearing red because he's with Big Red Machine. He's still wearing X-Pac gear, but he's matching Kane. Uh, new Day's thing. outfit had new outfits this week on Raw. They were awesome. The new Day's outfits are always awesome. Who? and they have who written all over uh, yeah. kofi kofi at least had a who written all over his pants so but uh, yeah, i know it did <laughs> okay. so i was gonna say about total divas they're, they're oh not, the best show on e-network they're not being... or was it total bellas total bellas kind of flat no, i liked total bellas it was good but it was flat. It had john laurinitis on it, so. it did he the, was i love the executive him vice president of Relations is he still there? And he's the still interim there. general oh, manager yeah. of Monday Night Raw. No, he's yeah. not. He's not working for the company anymore. I don't think. Oh no, no. I don't know because I'm pretty sure that's what Triple H's job is now. He's in charge of talent relations. So his now. brother's animal of the Legion is of it? Doom, and his son plays linebacker for New Orleans Saints. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Uh, yeah, I just found that out. Uh, you know, sports. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, so 
the 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 acting on Total Divas is just that no, mm. no one is really being themselves. But I think the kinds of characters Poor they're Naomi. making and portraying mm. on that show really hurts their case in point. Eva Marie would not have the hate on her that she has now. It wasn't for that if show. she hadn't been on Total Divas. Yeah, you're right. If because people saw her attitude Ooh. and the way she looked at things and that she wasn't as serious of a competitor as other people Where have Where is been. she at anyway? I don't know. I just realized Training that. with Brian Kendrick? No, again? she's she's with uh, my girl Emma. They're doing like swimsuit pictures somewhere probably. Okay. Are you excited for Emma Lena to come back? Dude, I don't know, dude. <laughs> her trying to be all hot and stuff, it's just too weird. I like her being just like the goofy little With Santina Morella? Yeah. Yeah, even before that. But those other Australian chicks from NXT are serious. I really like Peyton Royce. I've seen Billy Kay, she's gotten a lot better. Um, they're both really good, but I personally like uh, Peyton Royce seems to have a presence to it. And since we're talking about female superstars, uh, the Asuka match from NXT. See, you didn't games. you didn't like the Asuka match. It was a it's I haven't seen Asuka a match in since the last takeover. Okay. Yeah. So it's been a while. They seem like they toned her down well, so much. They watered her down to, like, I guess, see, sit with I, everybody I, else. Oh, see, well, she she's wrestled on NXT program, right, right, but right. it's always been squash matches. She uh, beat Liv Morgan pretty handily just a few weeks ago. Um, and that was kind of the point of bringing in Mickey James, to bring in someone that she's still never been defeated. She's she's never lost yeah, yeah. since she's come to WWE. But I think... She, I didn't feel that she was watered down as much as she wasn't just going as ham as she had been. Mm-hmm. She wasn't, you know, repping strong style, I guess, as hard as she previously has. She's still, she's never gone as crazy as she has when she was in Japan. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah I've seen some of her Japan like, stuff now. So. Um, but I don't The match was fine. Yeah. I was just expecting a little bit more. Well, see, that's the problem with, with what I think that's going to start to be the issue with NXT is that everyone's going to expect it to keep getting better and More better at, and yeah, better yeah. and better and it's going to get to the point where they're giving stuff that's completely awesome and nobody's going to care because it's not better than the last show mm-hmm. it's just as good mm-hmm. as the last show so the ending of this programming we're doing tonight is really random guys mm-hmm. it's pretty neat i kind of like it that's how I, that's, I guess that's how i wanted it to happen yeah i planned yeah. it all along there you go carried yeah. in my mouth i will say that you, you you've been pretty gracious as a as a far as leaving control over on the show yeah i mean chris suffered a pretty i'm not gonna lie pretty embarrassing promo you gave i'm gave okay with it okay. yeah it's okay uh, we're you know working things out on it but uh i think well i, I want to end my last note of nonsense that's what we're gonna call it because this is the most uninteresting podcast that anyone i do not like that nickname to. we're yeah, not calling like this yeah, well, I'm, just, I'm just talking to myself right now i guess you're and not whoever's <laughs> listening about it because we're not as interesting as we think we are but we are and uh, the, I was mentioning it to Chris before airing this lovely conversation we're having this evening about uh, the camera angles and the crowd panning to this kid with the Deadpool hat. Man, you're really on that kid, aren't I you? I am. What is wrong? I don't even remember Let this me, kid. Why did this... You go back and watch it. It's what, this was this kid on, on SmackDown? Nah. It's on yes, Raw. It was on the Raw? Yeah, it was, it was on the Raw. Raw. It was a little kid. He had a Deadpool hat, preteen, John Cena PBR <laughs> t-shirt. And he was this... They panned him like three or four times. How many people do go to these shows? How much? Fifteen thousand. How much is the capacity? They always talk about capacity. Well, it's crowds. always between twelve thousand to twenty thousand on average. So, so it depends. They have the chance and opportunity to find out of the twelve thousand people minimum some other kids 
but they pan to the same one little kid giving the biggest reactions. They showed him was enough Was he giving times. big reactions, though? That's it why was, they kept it showing him. Like, like hands on his head and like, oh my god, you know, those yeah. kind of things. Dude, there's way more kids than that, and my biggest gripe with that is it's ridiculous they're wearing a Deadpool hat. That's why... <laughs> I work in a, no, what? listen, I, I work in a store where the kids come in, they're like, I want Deadpool comic books, and oh, that's all I want. I'm like, do you even know what any other comic book characters, I'm not going to say superheroes. You're attaching a stigma to people who wear Deadpool You're right, merch. And yeah, if you, that's you really the only are. thing that they Sam, like. you know, come on. I'm not saying I wear Batman stuff all the time, but that doesn't mean that I'm, but I'm also aware of everybody else. But I Deadpool, am an adult, though, Deadpool, so. oh man, this is going away from wrestling now. <laughs> As <laughs> but yeah, I'm, my point of that little kid, dang, they had more kids in the crowd. Well, do you hate the, that he wore the Deadpool hat, or Both. the John Cena shirt, or the combination of the, the two? John Cena PBR shirt. It's, it's not, not a PBR a, shirt. Yeah, it's not a PBR shirt. He it's did get PBR sued by PBR, and he had to change it Dude, earlier in the pull up the logos side yeah, by side. No, no, I know what it is, but it's still technically See? not PBR. Well, the weird thing is, I, I as soon as Why you mentioned it to me, I remembered a kid. Like, it stood yeah. out in my head, too. I'm like, oh, I know exactly what you're but talking about. But do you about. think that this kid's gonna, like... He's gonna. He's gonna. He's hear gonna this buy his John go, Cena merch. Man, those people are making fun of me, and all I was trying to do was have fun. No, he, no. He, that kid's gonna be like, "Wow, there's kid, those people are talking about me because I was on television so much." But do you think that he's going to get his John Cena merch, then go to the store, see I'm gonna PBR, say he's and gonna, go, "That must be John Cena yes. beer," and then like, no. What do you think? Like, what horrible you know what I path think is he gonna be on? Is, the kid's as a result gonna be of this PBR sitting shirt that in, he's a, in a room somewhere in the middle of the country with some toys talking about wrestling in the future and we are the nerds circle <laughs> before we end mm-hmm. special guest in the works coming soon oh, he is is it the kid with the deadpool hat it might be that would be amazing. but i would say this guy is the real mccoy mm-hmm. so <laughs> we got a lot of things in the works hopefully at the beginning of the year uh, and on we're gonna start having some uh, uh special guest on the yeah, show. Yeah, that'd be really cool. We have some live events coming up. Mm-hmm. I will... No podcast next week. I am on vacation because I need it, so we're not doing a podcast next week. But, Sam, you gonna, you were Are going, you going to be with your kids on this vacation? I, I was thinking about leaving them behind, but we're going to Disney World, if so my wife says if I can't while you're that. out and they want to buy a Deadpool hat while you're out, are you going to buy them Deadpool merch? My daughter has Deadpool stuff already. See, there you so. go. See? You're preaching to the conversion. You know why she likes them on the Spider-Man cartoon, which is a kid show. Which is a kid show. There are there are PG versions of Deadpool. Yeah. Anyway, there are PG versions confusing, of John Cena. Just like the WWE universes, they're confusing everyone. Uh, Rated R movie and kids on cartoons. So no podcast next week, but Sam, you are going to two live events, right? Yeah, I'm going to a, a local show here in the New Orleans area on the third, but then I'm going to be at. WWE TLC. So and, uh, Sam will have a full re- lot, not live, review of it from firsthand experience. Yeah, I'm looking really forward to it. He's gonna bring his draws because they're gonna be soaked. AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose is gonna. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so no predictions next week, yeah. but we will pick up on the next pay per view. We have been nerds of the square circle. If you want to get in touch with us, there'll be links to everything in the show notes page on SomewhatNerdy.com. Make sure you take the time to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever app you're listening to. That would help us out greatly. Fellas, it's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. Except for that last little bit, Phil. I don't know why you got to hate on, hate on the kids. I don't hate let things. The, let hate, the kids wear thing, what they want to wear. Hate is passion, but I don't have passion <laughs> for it. And, uh, <laughs> what? what? Uh, if you like my Paul Barron promo at the beginning, please leave us a review. Please Please don't say that you did. Please tell us what you tell us what you thought. Yeah, tell, tell us, us what, what you thought. thought. It was awesome. 
Remember, dig us, don't bury us. Uh, we have been <laughs> Nerds of the Square Circle, and we are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I am Sam Jericho. I need to go first sometimes. Fill the dude with the headband. The dude with the headband. <laughs> the ECW dude with the headband. The ECW dude with the headband. And we'll see you next time.